Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. It's uh, a beautiful, clear evening as we record this in Jordan, Jesse Go World Headquarters, which mm-hmm. is what I've renamed Maximum Fun HQ. <laughs> oh, wow. All the other shows are really going to feel like shit. <laughs> it's our new signature product, this unsuccessful. Uh, because in Los Angeles, and I was driving north from Los Angeles towards Pasadena this morning. Mm-hmm. When it beautiful rains, direction, which oh, one of the best directions. Mm-hmm. I mean, South has a pretty good. Oh sure. I mean, the whole way around, nasty ears spill wax northeast, south, and west. <laughs> oh, that's how I remember it from fourth grade. Hmm. Did you have a time when you oh, had to memorize something? Uh, I had. Let's see. I had never eat shredded wheat. Yeah, that's the classic. I think she gave us the classic. That was a little condescending, Jesse. Then like, oh, you had the basic. No. Uh, mnemonic. I said you I had, had one. I said you had the classic mnemonic. Mm, this is an mm-hmm. all-time great. I heard great. your tone. I heard your tone. That might be the greatest mnemonic. Oh, your of favorite all time. band is the Beatles. Yeah, they're good. Anyway, well, they are. They they are pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> four lads from Liverpool. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> we've hit upon the motherload. Yes, George. the Sorry. conversational motherload. Uh. I was headed north towards Pasadena, mm-hmm. yeah. and I remembered how beautiful Los Angeles is after it rains, when the sky is clear. It was early in the morning. I was headed to the flea market. It was it was clear, blue skies. I could see the snow on the mountains. Yeah. Abandoned Rose see. Parade floats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On this side of the road. Yeah. You just get halfway back to the bunker and they bail. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I feel like whenever I am looking at, you know, this happens after it rains is it gets so clear and you mm-hmm. can see the beautiful mountains. Often there's snow on the mountains. These kinds of things. There's mountains that surround Los Angeles, the Los Angeles basin. I have two feelings. Mm-hmm. One is this, just this moment of no pun intended clarity. Like this, like, this is what it is to be alive, to live in a great city, right, surrounded sure. by the majesty of nature, to feel the fresh, beautiful air. And then that is refracted mm-hmm. through a prism of, oh, fuck, it was not like this for three months <laughs> before today. Sure, yeah, it's going to get hot. It won't rain for a while. <laughs> yes. The uh, smog will roll in. Uh, the uh, I'm probably going to crash into this abandoned Rose Parade float. <laughs> exactly. And what's left of the uh, dolphin made of begonias will catch fire. <laughs> I really did go past an abandoned Rose Parade float. Jordan. Really? Yeah, not in my car, in uh-huh. on the Gold Line Metro Rail. Huh, so they're just dumping these things on the side of the street, huh? It was I guess, just... what do you do with them? Yeah, I mean, I... I I mean, donate a donkey them to bees, I guess. Or a goat. <laughs> a goat, sure. Oh, a goat could go to town on a Rose Parade float. Do you think that's where Rose Parade floats go? We should. Do people know that Rose Parade float, floats are made of flowers? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know how that, regional this is. If, no, well, it's on national television. I, I think mean, it this is. is one of the big, sure. what I call the big three parades. That's the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, yeah. The Rose Bowl Parade. Mm hmm. And a third parade. The third, yes. <laughs> the third parade. The wild card. What's it going to be this year? <laughs> the Northeast Los Angeles Christmas Parade. Oh, sure, yeah. Figueroa Boulevard in Highland Park. Always a treat. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know how many goats there are in the Southland region. Mm-hmm. 
But I think if we brought them to bear upon the Rose Parade. There's only one. Beyonce. <laughs> greatest of all time. I'm not calling yeah, her a, greatest I'm not of all time. Greatest yeah. of all time. Yeah. Uh, I think we could take care of that. But can I offer an alternative suggestion to you, Jordan? Start driving them around. Road Rose Parade floats, not goats. Well, I mean, we're talking about, you know, you've got these Rose Parade floats. Mm-hmm. They're going through. Right now what's happening is they're going through the Rose Parade. At the end of the Rose Parade, they bring them to the side of the metro line. Mm-hmm tracks then they let the goats eat them Mm -hmm. what if during the parade they let the goats loose and just kind of saw what happened just Uh, a roll of the oh so the goats could gradually eat the floats as they go yeah and you could catch them with different they have many cameras along the route the cameras aren't all in one place no yeah so you could see them the goats gradually eating them and maybe put some gopros on those goats Um, a couple of goat pros yeah (laughs) and so we could see from the goat's perspective, Jordan, what it's like I think we finally... to really chomp down on a 50s diner made <laughs> out of chrysanthemums. We have been doing this show, Jordan, Yes, for 13 years. Mm-hmm. We've been working together now for, this will be our 19th year. Mm-hmm. 2019 will be our 19th year working together. And we failed to become rich. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. Sure. We unfortunately are, are not yeah. rich. Until today, mm. when my friend and co-equal business partner, the co-owner, 50-50 of all I just <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Created the Goat Pro. Oh, yeah. I think a GoPro on a goat is the best business idea we have ever had. Probably. I mean, I'm talking about stream. Remember Justin.tv? Are people, are people going to be, are we worried that people will be confused to think that the goat is some sort of professional? Well, we can pay the goat. <laughs> okay. We yeah. Get him, a, get him a correspondence degree or something. Yeah, sure. I mean, this doesn't have to be a white-collar professional. He could be a blue-collar professional. Yeah. I mean, he's probably got an honorary degree in <laughs> tin can chewing. I think at the very least, we put a little tie on this guy. Nobody's <laughs> asking questions. Right. Little tie, little GoPro. Well, now that we're, now that we're rich, Jordan. Mm-hmm. That puts us pretty much on equal footing with our guest on the program today. Ah, uh, yes. As I was concerned going into this, Jordan, you and I are not comedy legends. No. Our guest on the program is a, is a genuinely legendary comedian. Yeah. I was concerned that this was going to be a problem for us because of just the imbalance of power on the show. Right. But now that we are rich <laughs> and we're, she's merely comfortable. We're just three equals. Yeah. Uh, Three equals chatting it up. Our guest on the program is the host of the Smash Max Fun podcast, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. She's a legendary stand-up comic, a panelist on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, uh, a woman with whom I once conducted a one-hour interview in which I asked three questions. Mm -hmm. Paula Poundstone. Thanks for having me. It's a joy to have you here, Paul. It's nice to be here. I've got a little bit of what may be bracing news to you two fellows. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I'm bracing myself. Um, uh, while you were chatting, um, <laughs> I went on LegalZoom.com. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And I've patented uh, the goat cam. Oh, 
This well, I'm definitely not having kids. This little... Ro- oh, don't. I was kind of on the oh. fence about it, but now I've, I will have no way to provide for them. This little teeny room, suddenly, like, my corner of it just tilted up. The yeah. imbalance. Oh, wow. The imbalance This of is power basically... This we are basically recording this right now in the Santa Cruz mystery spot. <laughs> sure, yes. <laughs> like, this is one How of those How big is this hallway? It's impossible to know. Where if you take a photograph standing on Paula Poundstone's side of the room... Right. You look exactly. huge. Yeah, it's enormous from you my side. You look tiny side. at yeah. our side of the room because of the raked floor. I'm just going to roll this bottle downhill. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's going. What? It's going uphill. What? Hold on. I'm going to have to take this call. Uh, it's another order for GoatCam.com. Oh, no. Oh, no. She already Sorry. set up an 800 number. Uh, yeah. Oh, or boy. possibly people want these goat cams so bad that they're calling her uh, toll. <laughs> sure. So they can oh, toll yeah. calls. Yeah, they don't mind just orders. calling direct. They don't need wow. the 800. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, the goat cams are flying off the mm-hmm. shelf. Um, uh, you know, I... As a fig leaf, as a well, not a fig leaf, as a uh, olive branch, uh, yeah, right. I'd like to offer you uh, the opportunity to do donkey cam. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a it's a nice consolation prize. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll take the fig leaf. <laughs> yeah. I did sell all of my clothes when I heard that our idea. Uh, was now no longer ours, so I will need something to cover up with. Yeah, yeah can yeah. I ask for a barrel with two straps, please? <laughs> did anybody, where did that come from? Did anybody ever wear a barrel? Where did that idea come from? Um, I think it's probably the best idea ever. It's, yeah, it strikes me as something that was in like a, you know, a newspaper comic strip in the 30s that for some weird reason just got like pushed forward by pop culture, like Looney Tunes did it, like maybe it's in a Mutt and Jeff comic or something like that, and then it, for some reason, just became the symbolism for poorness. I wonder if anybody ever patented it. No! <laughs> no! Take that, LegalZoom.com yeah. link away from her. I, I need just a second with my... Um, yeah. Curse you, LegalZoom. <laughs> you never sponsor this show. You let Paula Poundstone steal our ideas. Now you're collecting the riches that you're gaining from all these great uh, ideas that mm. listeners are using you to <laughs> register. Uh, Paula, before we Can sat I down, oh something? sure, what? Well, we put it on a gerbil, the cam. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, there's no pun there. Yeah. I think that's the that's what the Well, you'd see it eating a little piece of cheese or something. I don't It'd know be what great. they eat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they eat like toilet paper rolls or something. Yeah. That, yeah. You put like a paper towel roll in there for that a turtle. That sounds fun. You know, yeah. they say toilet paper rolls are the poor man's tin can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You put that in there. Just as a you barrel the, is the poor man's overalls. <laughs> you put the cam on the other side. That's what you do. It's toilet paper roll cam. Mm. And then you watch the animal eat towards... Hold, hold on a minute. <laughs> Paula, me a minute. are you on LegalZoom.com again? <laughs> I just need a minute with my L-E-G. <laughs> uh, Paula, before we sat down to record, you mentioned that you had either been to or hosted a ping pong party. I hosted and, and then just we last said, night a ping pong party. We said, save it for the podcast. 
Yeah. Would you it, please explain to us? I, I had a, uh, I, I've had many, many, many ping pong parties in my backyard. That is fun to say, um, ping pong party. Ping pong party it oh, is. Nice. Well, and then, of course, you add in the Paula Pazzo ping pong party. Ping pong, party and, uh, ping pong party. You know. How many ping pong parties you have in the backyard? Me say many, 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 yeah, as the Fugees once sang. <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a lot. I think um, I've been giving ping pong parties for, um, uh, I think, approximately... Thirty years. Wow! And I uh, and um, that's a long time not to invite time. us to your ping pong yeah. parties. Uh, I heard she invited Piper Paraboo. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a it's kind of an yeah. alliteration thing. I get how maybe you're not inviting yeah Jordan and Jesse. Yeah, because yeah. our names oh. start with J, not P. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Paula's yeah. ping pong party. I'll tell you something. Paula Prentice, fantastic player. Yeah. Ah. Uh, no, she wasn't there. Um, she could be. Uh, uh, so, so, all right. So, it's kind of evolved over the years. But here's the essence of it at this point. You know, because I've lived in more than one dwelling. Um, the essence of it at this point is that the food and stuff is generally out on the uh, on the back porch, and then we have a um, the ping pong table in the backyard, and we have a, um, a, a old like from a high school gym um, scoreboard. Wow. Which is my favorite part of Where'd the entire thing. Um, a couple of friends of mine, you know, found it a, at a stole a, a it from flea, high school. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it uh, fell yeah. off a truck, right? That's, that's yeah. kind of the tone you're taking, and I get yeah. it. I'm, yeah, well, I'm not going to ratchet. I'm not. You'll notice mark. that Pasadena High hasn't put up their scores in quite a quite a long time. A couple of um, friends of mine were varsity athletes at Central, mm, and they went over to Tech, sure. and yeah, they happen to have. Uh, so uh, yeah, so so you can. See, what's great about it is. Even if you're not over what you know, we have chairs near the table. There's a little gallery there. But even if you're not wa- watching the game carefully, you can look up from anywhere in the backyard and see the scoreboard and have a sense. We have a doubles tournament where we pull names out of a hat to make the doubles teams. And anyways, last night, of course, there was a huge rain here, and so mm. we um, we had a canopy up over the food stuff on the porch, and then we put a canopy over the ping pong table it, it kind of protected the ping pong table but it did not protect the players and so we just mm-hmm. played it drenched in rain it was so much fun that sounds kind of sexy honestly <laughs> a little bit I, I wouldn't i don't recall feeling aroused in any sexual way uh-huh uh, wow boy never even thought about that jordan wait until you hear who i got as my doubles partner uh, one Chrissy Everett. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Forrest Gump. <laughs> and then I would have done the same thing. I, I'm a uh, real gump head. I, have an, I also have a semi-outdoor ping pong table. My wife is an avid ping pongist. Really? Uh, but she had no venue to ping pong, in yeah. which to ping pong. Mm-hmm. It takes a little space. And she had grown up, her parents, her mother's Extended family own a cabin in the northern Sierras, and at this cabin, there's a basement with a ping pong in it that she grew up fiercely participating in family ping pong tournaments. Yeah, yeah, that's how that's how it starts. They're a non-competitive family, but how does it how does it end? Well, with we're a, gonna we're gonna sing, find out. Have you seen the movie Cabin in the Woods? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> so she is quite a keen ping pong player. I am loath to compete in almost any competition because, as we have discussed on this program mm-hmm. before, Jordan, you and I have discussed, mm-hmm. I am very competitive. I hate losing. But when I win, I feel bad for making everyone else lose. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. there is no. It's a lose lose. Yeah, right it's there. a lose lose. The is. minute I get in lose. there, it's a lose lose. So my wife is much better at ping pong than I, and she and she really wanted. We have a cabin in the Southern Sierras, and she really wanted to have a ping pong table there. And I was deeply ambivalent about this because I just all I could see was as soon as my children were old enough, they would be putting up round robin brackets and I would be roped into competing against them and either winning or losing and both of which would make me feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. And even my own children. My I own do have a solution, blood. by the way. I have a solution brewing. Okay. But so we didn't have it's not a huge cabin. There wasn't a basement to put it in. No, I can't imagine playing in a cabin. So but there was this cabin had a basement. I mean wouldn't you keep Bonking into the Lincoln Logs. Uh, well, that's part of it's like you know it's like a home field advantage thing. You know, it's yeah, like the you... Green Monster in Fenway Park. Yeah, you, yeah, you have to play around the wood stove. Exactly, mm. but the in the in our cabin we do have it. There's a shed, and this used to be the shed where the previous owner stored his ATVs, uh, but we had been storing some garbage in there. Uh, like our not not storing it long term, but while we were at the cabin because there's no place to bring the garbage until you leave. And so we had our big outdoor garbage can inside there with the door locked, and a bear ripped the door off. Oh, my so, heavens. To get to your garbage? Yes. Yeah, you so, must have the best garbage. I think it was a very hungry bear. Huh. Um, although, look, I'm not going to sell our garbage short. <laughs> sure. No, I bet you got fantastic garbage. It's, it's one of these. It's all pots of honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I hate honey. What can I say? Yeah. I got a lot as if a gift. So, yeah, and you uh, throw it out. My neighbor Skip was nice enough mm-hmm. to give us a bunch as a gift. So we bought the smallest ping pong table there is. Yeah. You still had to put it diagonal inside the shed. Wow. Yeah, uh, but now shed, our shed has a ping pong. A shed table. does not. Your wife is really getting the lousy end of the stick here. A shed does not sound like a great venue for uh, ping pong. You, you know, you, you need a not larger like your backyard. Yeah, it's you know, you need a little bit more space than a shed could provide. I imagine provide. you want a regulation table, right? I mean, well, you don't want to yeah. be playing in some sort of truncated, no. smaller. Sorry, we're no. playing on a compact table. Yeah. Because then you don't, yeah, it's all throws everything off. Here's my, uh, okay. I I have a uh, ping pong machine that shoots the balls at you. Oh, shit. Yeah, your wife might want to consider that, and that way there. Show business over here. Yeah, what? Well, you know, as soon as um, I was able to make some of my legal Zoom.com projects (laughs) take off, um, I, you know, I started just patenting stuff right and left, and the next thing you know, man... Uh, really a pile of cash. And... I'm picturing like, uh, you know, like the classic like '80s tennis pro uh, with like, you know, the sweatbands, <laughs> sweat like, yeah. hair, and really short tennis sure. shorts. I'm picturing that person yeah, coming maybe over Scandina- to Paula's Scandinavian house. name, yeah, to teach Paula uh, um, how to how become to pong. a superior ponger. No, I haven't had that experience. Uh, I did. Uh, I ha- somewhere along the way I got like a video about you know like a, the ping pong pro teaching you know and it and it just made me lose my will to live because I don't do anything remotely like what they're doing. I did meet one time speaking of ping pong pros. I was working in the Catskills. Um, uh, and this you know, in the nineteen forties. No, no, the Catskills are still there, and they it's still, still where you go really? for comedy. And, and, and they do still have. I mean, I, it wasn't recent, but it was you know I don't know twenty. 
five years ago, maybe something like that. I'm trying to think. Um, you know, Jesus worked at Catskills. Oh, really? Yeah, huh? yeah. They found evidence. Um, <laughs> uh, do you remember a few years back, they found some a piece of papyrus somewhere in the Middle East that they believed uh, had a quote from Jesus? Do you remember this? No. This is a real, real story. Um, yeah, it had a quote from Jesus about his wife. It said, my wife. And uh, on closer <laughs> examination, um, they found it was surrounded by the words take and please. Mm. And that is the first real hard evidence they've had um, that Jesus worked the Catskills. But so I was working the Catskills many years ago. And um, this is, yeah, this is probably about 25 years ago. And they they said to me, they had like this rec room. I don't know. I never saw Dirty Dancing, but I guess it was like the rec room's not fancy. So they had this rec room and they asked, they told me that um, they had a ping pong pro. And they said, well, do you, the people who ran the place, they said, well, do you want him to come, you know, knock on your door after your show and you go play? Give you a like, rub down. Absolutely. Sure. So after my show comes the, you know, it's real late at night, comes the ping pong pro. He was a, you know, a very fit guy. And uh, you got to be. We go, yeah. I mean, he was like a rubber band, you know. And Last so thing we you want to do is get winded. Yeah. Well, it's not. You I got, it's a it's a very athletic game when played correctly. I imagine yeah. he's not well, jacked, but he's probably lithe. You know, kind of kind of sinuous, more sinewy. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like uh, a jaguar. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much, very much like a jag. You are. Um, it's more fun. Try it. <laughs> yeah, I do like it that way. Uh, and so he came and we we, we played and he ran me ragged around the table. There's clearly nothing I could do to beat this guy. Then he took out a paddle that was about three inches in <laughs> diameter. Mm-hmm. Like a little, te- it was a little teeny paddle. Yeah. It was like a little, uh, you look like a joke gift paddle or something. <laughs> and he just fucking schooled me with it. I just, I was all over the place. There was nothing I could do to get this guy. And then he sort of tossed that aside. He took off a sneaker and he played me just using his sneaker wow. as a paddle. It was it was deeply humiliating. And so uh, I'm really sympathetic, I, I, I think, Jesse, to your concern uh, about, you know, the kids and the yeah. and the brackets. We have a friend who became a Nash. In fact, he's appeared on this program a, a number of times. Jim Rayal, mm-hmm. the master of Would You Rather. Jim Rayal, as an adult, took up table tennis because he was, I think, working in East Asia a fair amount of time, where table tennis is much more popular. Yeah, and with uh, with some dudes who were you know, first-generation immigrants from East Asia who were very serious about it. So he, like, joined a club and became a nationally ranked table ten- wow. tennis player. Like, 249 or something like that in his, yeah. like, weight class or mm-hmm. whatever. But the prospect of doing that, I think the, my only concern about it— That's okay. you got to do nothing else with your life to get that— that high rent. You gotta. You just gotta be. You gotta eat, sleep, and yeah. pong. E- exactly. You gotta. Right. You gotta. You don't. You have to make your life just all about it. You like, know. My, you've seen my T-shirt. God, family, ping pong in that order. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it's 
got to be. In fact, I, I also would, have. I a... would ooch family out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and as an atheist, God doesn't count at all. So, so more just, time to devote to Pong. Right, ping pong, ping pong, Mommy, ping pong. What happened to me? <laughs> Sorry, honey, you got ooched. Yeah. 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 You got to ooch him out of there. You're number four. You're number four. Not enough to make the shirt. No, but so a high solid. ranking. Yeah, very you high. Know. Top ten. Top God. ten priorities. I think you, you my know, they dream. Say, do you have young kids? At yeah, home? I have. I have a seven, a five, and a two. Because I read an article that said that my generation of parenting, right? That you know, because my kids are young adults now. Is my generation of parenting have? <laughs> that we've made a mistake because we've told our kids that they're special. We haven't given them grit. You right. know, they're the trophy generation. Like phonics and, was a mistake, apparently. And yeah. to, 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 so we just did so much wrong. And as I was reading the article, I'm like, busted. Man, I did do all that, you know. So I, as soon as I read the article, I called my kids and I said, you know, I have made an awful mistake. I said, you are not nearly as special as I thought you were. <laughs> now and, just mail me back the trophies. Yeah, exactly. Those were really, that was second place, those trophies. Are your kids g- good at Pong or do they join you in Pong or is that something yeah, that you... Yeah, my daughter Allie was there playing last night. Okay. Are you yeah. good at Pong? Here's, here's, I used to be. I'm there's not anymore. two things that I imagine being the characteristics of a player who's good at ping pong. They gotta live it. You gotta have yeah. nothing else on your list. You gotta have. You gotta. You got. You gotta. Like your skin has to develop pips. Just <laughs> drinking raw eggs in the morning. No, the two. The things. only movie you watch is Forrest Gump. That well, he doesn't really play. That's a computery. One oh, is. Wow, I didn't know one that. is that you hold the paddle upside down with your fingers pointed out like an Italian fuck you or whatever. You know, I didn't that know that was an Italian on, fuck I'm you. I'm making it up. I don't think oh it is. Oh, my God. Like, I know, just realized like now how many Italians yeah. Italians have been upset with me, and I didn't understand what they were You're saying. giving them the old Italian they fuck you. They were giving me the yeah. Italian fuck you when I wasn't receiving it. The other thing... Is if you're doing a, a lot of spinsies. Mm. If there's oh, a lot yeah, of English sure. on the ball on purpose. I yeah, call that's... it stank, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, thank yeah. you, Jordan. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. This is a regional thing. <laughs> yeah, sure, in Orange County. Why, where are you stank. from? Huh? Where are you from? Yeah, yeah it's Southern California. We oh. call it stank. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Boy. Um, I, yeah, and I thought, I was, I'm from an area we called America's Stank Bucket. <laughs> and I thought I had it's the a, home of it's the home of curvy ping pong balls. Sure. LFO. Mm-hmm. Wait, I thought LFO? I had assimilated. Like, I'm not sure what you're talking what's about. What's LFO? Like, like funky ones. Boy, I I Wait, don't know. Not sh- I'm not thinking of Sugar Ray. Who was it that we were just LF- talking about? LFO was. Aren't they a boy band? Aren't they kind of a sub ninety eight no, degree? It sounds yeah, like are. we've moved into Kavanaugh's yearbook. What's, <laughs> <laughs> what's the band from? Uh, what's the band from like San Diego that we were just talking about? Remember when we were talking about what are the worst songs? Oh, sure, Crazy Town. Crazy Town. Yes, that's go. a band. Crazy Town. It was. Yeah, I think they're responsible for. It's like a single radio hit that I think I regard to maybe be the worst popular song that came about in my lifetime. They probably still are a band. Yeah. I mean, they're, yes. If, do you think they all went I mean, on they do to those, start like, other better bands? Or? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I bet they do those like nostalgia tours with a, a bare naked lady. You're or like, you know, one Ray. of those guys plays guitar in Arcade Fire now. I, 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 I have no bare idea. naked ladies are still. I saw bare naked ladies at the, at the Greek. They were at the Greek last summer. Still cruising. I, I oh, just yeah, found yeah, they're out great. That, I just found out that a bare naked lady stayed at my cabin. Skip told me that. Oh. Wait a minute. Yeah, before Are I you... owned my cabin, he didn't just let himself in, the bare naked lady. Oh. 
but before I owned the cabin, apparently one of the guys that owned the cabin previously had been like the manager of the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, so you meant the neighbor. band? The, the, I thought it was a, literally a naked lady going <laughs> going toe to toe with the bear who sure. ripped the garage door off. Do you think that the bear was just in there looking for some uh, chicken of the China, the Chinese chicken? <laughs> yeah, okay, the probably. Chinese chicken. <laughs> okay, oh, let's take a break. Song. We'll be back. great song. You guys take breaks. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I have to pee. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetie. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Are we doing a little dupada? I don't know. Jordan Jesse Go, of course. Every week brought to you by all of the kind people who go to MaximumFun.org slash donate to become members of MaximumFun.org. May heaven on high bless each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. Each Should sweet prince acquaint and forgot and other words in the song. You donate cash to make the show. We're also brought to you this week by Squarespace. (laughs) You know, Jordan, if you've got an endeavor, and I'm not just talking about space shuttles. I'm talking about creative projects. Sure. I'm talking about small businesses. Uh, I'm talking about cool ideas. I'm talking about uh, other hat collections. <laughs> sure, yeah. Like I mean, that was, would fall under cool ideas, probably. Like that's a cool idea to have a hat collection. If you're trying to visit every MLB ballpark, yeah, you're going to need a cool website for your cool idea. Yeah, and here's what you're going to want to do. If you want to make a cool website, turn your idea into something people can look at on the internet, you're going to want to go to squarespace.com. And enter offer code JJGO when you check out. Uh, it's the number one place to go to build beautiful, customizable websites uh, from beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Jordan, I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. Because I have a concern that some of Squarespace's competitors may be using regional designers. No. Well, um, let's – you know what? Don't even visit those competitors. Just, Just go, go right to squarespace.com. Squarespace. That's where the world-class designers are. Yeah. Don't use third-tier designers. Why would you? Are you some sort of third-tier chump? <laughs> yeah, I'm You're no third-tier chump. That's why I'm Squarespace all the way, baby. If you're listening to this show, you ain't no third-tier chump. But, Jordan – What? What if I get stuck? What if I'm in the middle of creating a beautiful website for my great idea from world class templates, and I and I and I'm at a loss? But it's three o'clock in the morning. No one could possibly support me in this endeavor at that time. That's where you're wrong because Squarespace has 24 seven award winning customer support wow. that I have personally used. Really? Yeah, I I have a Squarespace website that I really like. Yeah, I made some changes recently. We're they talking were about JordanMorris.com, JordanMorris.net, and I think someone <laughs> bought JordanMorris.pizza that redirects to .net. So thank <laughs> oh, you to thank that you. fan who did. I didn't want yeah. to pony up the extra money for .pizza, but yeah. the fan did. So JordanMorris.net. I so think, are you Jordan selling Morris. pizza? 
No, I am not. So that's, I guess I'm worried <laughs> about confusion. I have no pizza for sale. False advertising. Uh, or... But, you know, if you just wanted to, you know, check out my writing. What's weird is the soccer player Jordan Morris is selling pizza at his website, jordanmorris.com. Well, listen, it's, it's, a huge, it's a huge conundrum. <laughs> Uh, here's what you're going to, yeah. And so the customer support is actually great. And if, and I am definitely not a uh, techie fella and was able to, uh, build a website, uh, pretty quick, pretty easy. Uh, and, uh, and anytime I need a little hand, the 24 seven customer support is always there to help out. You're not a technocrat. No, I'm no technocrat. At best you're a plutocrat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm an autocrat. <laughs> you're a kleptocrat, certainly. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's like those clouds in Congress. Oh, God, don't get me started. <laughs> Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code JJGO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com and enter the code JJGO. Also, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, the time is nigh. Mm. Well unto nigh. Get those ticks for our upcoming appearances at SF Sketchfest. I'm going to be at the Castro Theater on the 18th at 7 p.m. That's a Friday night doing Judge John Hodgman. Uh, then later Friday night, ooh, this is the big show, baby. This is the big show, baby. Uh, 10.30 p.m., Cobb's Comedy Club, Friday, January 18th. We are doing an all-new episode of Bubble uh, with a very, very cool cast. Of course, you got the regulars, Eliza Skinner, Christella Alonzo, Allison Becker, Mike Mitchell. Uh, but a lot of cool guests, including Jonathan Colton, who is singing all-new, legally dissimilar songs. And, and, he's not just singing, Jesse. Yeah. He'll be acting. Oh wow. We've we've upgraded Jonathan Colton from singer to actor. Yeah. Uh I guess he'll be doing both. I guess it's not an upgrade. It's a we added we added a duty. Yeah. Which is acting. Uh yeah, a lot of cool people will be there. You're he gonna also be, added a duty. He also yes, he did also <laughs> take a big shit. <laughs> he will not be shitting be on stage. Uh Weiger's gonna be in it. Yeah, isn't Nick it? Weiger from the Doughboys is gonna be doing a little acting. Uh the hilarious stand up Caitlin Gill is gonna be there. Uh, Sarah Claspel from the Everything is Rent podcast is going to be doing some acting. And, uh, yeah, anything else? Oh, the great Blanca Patch. Oh, the great Blanca Patch will be there. Uh, it's going to be a really, really fun show. A and... hero with a thousand faces. <laughs> yes. It'll be indistinguishable. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is really fun and definitely uh, – it's definitely uh, new listener friendly. I mean I think uh, if you listen to the show, you've probably listened to Bubble already. But if for some reason you got buds you want to bring who maybe haven't heard the show, uh, it'll be very new listener friendly. So do not, do not worry about that. Just uh, come and get ready for a great time. On Sunday the 20th, we're going to be at the Punchline in San Francisco – Right there in downtown San Francisco. You can take the BART right to this thing, yes. Jordan. That's the Bay Area Rapid Transit. Sunday, January 20th, 1 p.m., the punchline. I don't think we can say who our guest is yet, but it's it's good. It's Our guest is really good. Uh, let me, let can me, we tease it? Let me put it this can way. Can we tease it? Uh, when the name is announced, uh-huh. you will be... Arrested by that development? <laughs> sure, yeah. You're gonna, you're you're gonna, you're not gonna wanna. You peep the name, but you might veep the name. <laughs> I don't know what that means. 
Bony Bell. Oh boy. We can't say nonsense who phrase. it is a that doesn't have nothing to do said. with who's going to be our guest at the show for uh, at the show at the punchline on the 20th, 1 p.m. Uh, here's what you do. You go to sfsketchfest.com or maximumfun.org for ticket links. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, it's, uh, I forgot my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I had one. What was it? It was a dance move. Um. Oh, shoot. I Paula can't... Macarena Poundstone? Push. Kickball change? No, it was push something. Push. Push it. Push. The salt and pepper. Push it real good? No. Paula the... Push It Real Good Poundstone? I can't think Paula of Paula Push It Poundstone. It's in my. Uh, it's Paula in, Push It Poundstone's all right. It's in my, um, in my, in my book in uh, 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 um, the Totally Unscientific Study of the Search for Human Happiness. Uh, and I. Honestly, well, it's I can't un- think of the name of it right now. What's the matter with me? Paula, well, it's unfortunate that you've forgotten what your nickname was. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you remembered that when plugging your book, you should always say the full title of the book during media appearances. You got it. You got it. Oh, do you have to? You know, I was <laughs> cautioned when I, you know, when I had the title of the book, and I had the title of the book very early on in the process, but I was <clears throat> cautioned um, uh, that um, it was so long that it would get truncated, like on the shipping orders and things, um, to, uh, and it did. It would come in the packages would come. The totally un, I think, hmm. is how far they got, and I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's and good I, enough, right? Yeah, my first book was uh, called "There's Nothing in This Book That I Meant to Say," hmm. and I believe that shipped under the title "There's Nothing in This Book." Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, seems these, like a real ripoff. Yeah, these shortened uh, versions. Can, my my son wrote a a really amazing short story mm. just on the subject of sure. uh, on the subject literature, of literature. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And Jordan knows a little bit about this. He's got a literature degree. He sure do. I didn't know that. You use it every day. Um, wow. I have a fi- I have a five year old son. Yeah. I also have a, a very nearly two year old son, but the the one in question is the five year old. Yeah. And he dictated a story to my wife uh, this week. Uh huh. That. I found on the dining room table, read, and became concerned about. Oh, uh, my gosh. This isn't about Sonic the Hedgehog, is it? <laughs> no. Something from a previous episode. I saw a worrisome posting on a deli bulletin board about Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm still yeah. a little concerned. I'm sorry. not familiar at all. Uh, you don't want to be. Yeah, it's better that you not. Know. You know, I'm thinking that if you had... Gotten your wife the proper size ping pong table. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she wouldn't have had time to do this translating, and the kids' thoughts would have just come and gone. So I think I guess what I'm what I'm asking you guys is I'm wondering if you can tell me if I read this story to you whether I'm raising. I don't know exactly what the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what? It's definitely one of the two. Is what you're saying? You decided that, it's one of the two on that spectrum. Okay, somewhere mm-hmm. whether my child will grow up to be in some way murderous. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that being a concern. Are you worried? You're worse. worried you'll be killed with tap shoes. Is yes. this a, this is <laughs> this is the concern. The second the secondary concern is the one thing that I can imagine 
potentially being worse, based on my experience, than him growing up to be murderous mm-hmm. would be that I'm also concerned he may grow up to be a humorist. Mm. Oh, oh. These are the um, two worries. Remember here. the, weren't there these brothers years ago that the trial was popular? The Menendez yeah, brothers? Yeah, yeah. And they, okay, and they had pullover sweaters and very expensive watches. So I would say, mm-hmm. and I'm not an expert on parenting <laughs> or crime, but I would say that you want to keep your eye out for those symptoms. Okay. If your kid, if your five-year-old comes home and he's got like a Rolex, yeah. you know, and he's got like a pullover sweater in more than one color and the same style, I think you might want to, you know. Or if he's got like a Dave Barry t-shirt. <laughs> so Matt's then probably leaning a little towards humor. Yeah, then you know he's moving in the humorist sure. uh, direction. He's got a yeah. column in the Miami newspaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I should be concerned. About like Venetian blinds or something. Yeah, I met Dave Barry one time mm-hmm. you know, on the radio show West Coast Live I used to work for. I, I didn't know I've, you worked for West Coast Live. I did used to work for West Coast Live. I don't think I ever met you. I don't think you were ever on during the time that I worked there, though. No. I don't remember meeting you there. No. I, I met Maya Angelou there. Oh, I not only met Maya Angelou. Okay, wait. I hate to be one of those the one- The Paula Poundstone of her generation. One-upping people. But here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. Not only did I meet Maya Angelou, but- oh, She my told God. you why the kids first sang. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, um, I met her- I met her on like a morning news show. (laughs) Um, Wait, I always screw this name up. Help me out. Um, uh, uh, I don't know if I can. Okay. Uh, Brilliant writer made All in the Family. Oh, sure. Simon uh, uh, Lear. Norman Lear. Norman Lear. Thank you. Nailed it. Okay. Norman Lear. uh, Thorne wins again. Point goes to Jesse. Uh, All right. Uh, Norman Lear at one point had this idea to do like a talk show with an atheist and a Christian, the atheist being me and the Christian being Maya Angelou. And so we had a meeting at his office, and he happened to have some white wine in his refrigerator. <laughs> I the, like where this is going. And the project never— Paula, all your stories are so sexy. <laughs> and the project never really went anywhere. You're probably wondering where mm-hmm. that show ever went. Yeah. Um, because uh, uh, I don't remember if Norman was drinking or not, but me and Maya Angelou just got drunk right there yeah, in his office. wow. And uh, had a great time— a- and I accepted the Lord as my Savior that day. <laughs> wow. And you've been on the, on the straight and narrow ever since. Yeah. Yeah. It was magical. Praise my my Praise, boss at West Praise Coast God. Live was a woman named Kathy Kamen Goldmark, who you may have met at some point at West Coast Live. And she was close friends with Maya Andrew. They were like total buds. And I've, I told the story about the psychic on the show before in Maya Angelou, right? Oh right, sure. And the psychic, the psychic, like recognized Maya Angelou's voice, but it was just because she has one of the most recognizable. Yeah, voices. Maya Angelou was convinced psychics were real because they had recognized her on the phone. And Kathy said to Maya Angelou, "Do you think it's possible you have a distinctive voice?" <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So uh, when I worked on West Coast Live, I don't remember what the point of that was. Oh, I interrupted. Uh, I mean, I know, I, I know. Everybody's here trading Maya Angelou. Stories yeah, come one up on. in each yeah. other. Yeah. Well, pony up. Well, well. When you were in the we, army, you bo- when you were in the army, you both. We had a little thing. Yeah. We had a little thing. You know, yeah. oh, I wouldn't put it so thing? crass like that, Jesse. You would no. say you had a little thing. We were consenting adults, like and... a romantic dinner, or I mean, listen, I don't like to kiss and tell, especially when it comes to famous poetesses. <laughs> yeah, right. but. 
I mean, again, and we were. I don't think either of us was in a place to start anything serious. I talked about my torrid affair with Robert Frost. <laughs> well, I mean, that's your so prerogative. man on man action that's, is okay. That's but... your prerogative. That's you. I just like to play it a little closer to the vest. Let's just say Maya Angelou is hairless. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say. That's all wow. I'll say. That's just, all I'll just say. Just leave it at that. It's quite a revelation. Dr. Yeah. Maya Angelou. <laughs> sure. Well, Keeps it clean. tidy. Keeps it tidy. Okay, so here is the story that my son Oscar wrote. And yeah. You guys can let me know if I should be concerned that he'll become a humorist or a mm-hmm. murderer. It's called Bad Cow. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing already, by the way. Once upon, well, wait until you hear the the gag lines in this mm-hmm. thing. Five year olds are very sophisticated humorists. Once upon a time, there was a cow. He liked to poop. Mm. He there ha- you go. He hated milk. Yeah. Once upon a time, there was a chicken. He liked to go pee pee. He hated eggs. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a farmer. He hated his animals, but he most hated his farm. Mm. And that most dumb cow and that most dumb chicken were dummies. Since they were dummies, they had to go to jail. And the jail person lit the farmer on fire. (laughs) The end. The the jail person. The end. Wow. The jail person lit the farmer on fire. The end. That's what they call prison reform. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that there's not at least one pullover sweater. (laughs) Yeah, in your kid's life. So my uh, daughter. Yeah, you're gonna get killed with taps. Jealous of this story. Throw it off a pier. My daughter has been come, trying to come up with schemes. Mm-hmm. She'd like to own a castle, right? Yeah. And yeah, but so, she wants yeah. to get th- yeah. one through subterfuge. Yeah, well, she wants to own a castle because she's been forced to play ping pong at a teeny little table in a shed. Oh yeah, and so she just needs she's, space. Yeah, she just, so needs she space. just fantasizes about. You I know, mean, what's big... the traditional way to acquire a, a castle? A coup d'état, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I might say work for it, but beheading. I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Some my sort daughter, of paramilitary action. My daughter wants to own a castle, and she and my father-in-law, her grandfather. Uh, looked at some real estate listings, and she learned the castle in Germany that she quite likes costs, uh, I believe it was $3.5 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, tell her. Start, well, I mean, start decent, saving. Hey, seems like know? a decent value if you compare to L.A. real estate prices, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. honestly. Oh, boy. Yeah. I wouldn't want to pay the heating bill. Sure. Okay. No, <laughs> I wouldn't want to keep those goats in Rose yeah. Bowl floats. Yeah. Where's this uh, castle, Valencia? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, the exurbs is going to be quite a commute. Mm-hmm. Um, so my daughter wants to buy a $3 million castle in Germany. Seems like a good investment. Now, needless to say, this is beyond my means mm-hmm. to provide this for her. I try and provide many of the things she needs, but this you know, is more of a want than a need. Because I feel a little bit guilty about taking your goat camp thing, uh-huh. Yeah, I'd like to toss your kid. A uh, castle in Germany. Oh, that's oh, nice. Three million dollar really castle nice. in Germany. That's yeah, really it's just nice. A little something I'd like to a do. Something, something. Uh, yeah, with just, uh, just break a so piece the, off. Where are you going to have that's the goat just pro? the cream off the top of my goat <laughs> pro money? Where are you yeah. going to do the goat pro company retreats then? If you don't have the castle anymore? Oh yeah. Well, maybe your daughter would agree. International to Space Station. Host yeah. those. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Uh, Back of a, the moon. Does it have a farm? 
No, well, I mean, I'd like to find out. So my daughter wants to get this castle. Yeah. And yesterday, I'm at my house, and a letter comes through the front door, slid under the front front door that mm-hmm. says Curtis on it. You know, envelope, sealed envelope. Curtis is the name of my son who's almost two. Yeah. So I, I'm looking at this. I'm confused. Uh, you know, he doesn't receive letters. There's mm-hmm. no address on this. So I have the mailman. Really? It's, it's only a matter. Like, of, it's only it's a matter like, of time before credit card companies. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. kids starting to get mail right real yeah. young because the credit card companies start hammering them. But this is the thing, Paula. He it's can not accrue like, JetBlue miles. Yeah. How many kid? How many JetBlue miles does he have? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I mean, start accruing. He's mint. If that's what you're asking, <laughs> I am um, not because I don't know what it means. Uh, oh, it's up there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one of the good yeah, JetBlue statuses. Yeah. Oh, you okay? Yeah. So it's not like gold platinum. It's like no, that's mint. where you're sleeping no, in a pod. Ooh. Yeah, no, you get yeah, that's you go to mint, you go mint, you go you get a little special desk. A desk? Yeah, you, when you go to check in, you get a special Shit, man. desk. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna be mint. It's got yeah. a it's got a blotter, a pen sharpener, man. everything yeah, you need. Yeah, you get desk. somebody desk lighter. The minute you step man. up, they know your name already. They're oh, mint customer Curtis. Uh, yeah. Good, to, good to see you. So Curtis got a letter, and again, I want to be clear that Curtis is not Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So you can't just write Curtis on a letter, and then it'll be delivered to my home in Los Angeles. You don't think California. this was a postal carrier? No, I don't think this was a traditional postal carrier at all. Well, you can tell you guys have worked together for a long time because I didn't put that together at all. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. And yet, no, I think a, you're... Jordan knew right away that what you were alluding to, yeah. alluding to, excuse me, is that there was no postal carrier involved. And yeah. I, I didn't come anywhere near uh, you know, getting that cryptic uh, piece of information. Well, we've hosted a lot of podcasts and we've yeah. solved a lot of crimes. Yeah, so, clearly. Was, uh, our deductive boy, boy reasoning detective. is peerless. Yeah. So... I opened this letter. So I, again, when that's I'm, not, a fel- I'm no that's a Santa Claus. Felony, by the way, just, you can just write felony. Santa Claus. They'll bring it to the North Pole or mm-hmm. to Macy's in the film Miracle at 34th Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll bring. Like, it I mean, this is a felony, though. What you're saying, saying what you're talking about is a felony. Opening so someone, someone else's, someone else's mail. mail. Uh, Curtis asked me to. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. sure. All right. Yeah. Well, I'd he like threw to that see afterwards. Yeah. Huh? Detective. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'd like to speak to my lawyer. This is. This is Trump and Donald Jr. all well, over we, again. We Thank need you. a detective for this. So I call I, Trump. I open. <laughs> yes, I'm Trump. <laughs> I open. I open the letter, and it was typewritten, mm-hmm. but sideways, which apparently you can do. Apparently, you can type it the 11 inch way rather than this eight and a half inch way. My daughter has a typewriter. I should mention this as well. My oh. daughter has a type, like an electric typewriter. I bought it at the thrift store. Oh it's not God. like a this is like that Brady beautiful. Bunch it said, "Dear Curtis, I have your flashlight. You will not see it again unless you put one million dollars in this envelope and return it to Gracie Thorne." Wow. Wow. I wonder who did it. <laughs> no way to know. No way to know. I know. I've reached the edge yeah, of my detective skills. I don't know. Skills. This is a cold case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. we wow. got to refer this over to uh, so you already... Karen Kilgariff and see if sure. her, those murderinos can get to can the bottom the of this. Case. You already have a kid that's got, like, kidnapping skills. I, well, I've got one murder, <laughs> yeah. one, one immolator, mm-hmm. and one kidnapper. 
Yeah, that's I unbelievable. Jesse, here's the. Th- I know you're worried about getting set on fire. Yes. Just don't be a dumb dumb who pees and poos. <laughs> okay. Just listen, man. It's, it's, it ain't that hard. Oh. Just don't go down the road of a dumb dumb who likes to pee and poo. Well, what if I run into a jail person and it's a case of mistaken identity? Tell you what, one of your kids is going to run into a jail person. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like they're going to wow. be dealing with a lot of jail people. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. often mistaken for a farmer because of my corn pone humor. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're gonna die by fire. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, there's no getting around that. Just okay. accept it. Okay. Accept well, it. you know, you do what you can. You know, you 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 play the cards you're dealt, and you hope for the best. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing here. And if you don't hear from me for a few weeks, just know that my children murdered me. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. you were kidnapped by a humorist. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna happen? Get Dave Barry on the line. Yeah. Tell him it's. Kathy's old friend, Jesse Thorne. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hey there, folks. I'm writer and performer Dave Holmes, and I host International Waters, where we pair a team of comedians in L.A. against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture trivia battle royale. Comedians like Elizabeth Lame, can I ask yeah. you, is that a chasm or a chasm that you just discovered between you and Joe? chasm. A chasm. Okay. Nobody says chasm. <laughs> nice try. Uh, do you say chasm? Were you trying to soft pitch your idea of saying chasm? Well, I've just learned something again. <laughs> April Richardson. In high school, I cut my hair really short. Yeah. But in between, I got a mullet as a joke. Like, I went to the place and I was yeah. like, okay, cut it all except the back and I'll have that for like a day and then I started like getting my feelings hurt so people were like openly laughing at me and many more join us every other week on International Waters with me Dave Holmes find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts It's Jordan, Jesse Go I am Jesse Thorne America's radio sweetheart Jordan Morris Boy Detective Paula Sugar Push Poundstone. <laughs> sugar Push! Sugar Push! Sugar Push! Sugar Push! I said it wrong. Sugar, sugar Push! push. It's, a, sugar it's a dance. It's sugar Sugar Push! Sugar Push would be really great. <laughs> I it's like not that. an inappropriate yeah, name that an old man calls his nurse. <laughs> sugar Push uh, is a uh, it's a dance move in swing dance. And oh. uh, at one point, I thought I had mastered it. And so I took on the moniker, Paula Sugar, Sugar, Sugar Push, Push. Poundstone. Are you out there swing dancing with Bill Nye the Science Guy? No, we learned from the same person. Oh, but, no. But uh, no, I have not danced with Bill. Um, That'd I be a treat. Think. Did I? Again, I don't think so. Again, this is a really sexy show. If I did, it was about. once at a Christmas show maybe last yeah. year. I heard from someone recently <laughs> who went to a wedding that Bill Nye the Science Guy was at said, <laughs> Bill Nye just... Uh, took a round on the floor with uh, every lady in attendance. Mm. Really, basically, they had to turn the lights on to get Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, put those ladies down. (laughs) Um, Paula, every year on Jordan, Jesse Go, we dedicate ourselves... I mean, this is sort of a year-round pursuit for us. Mm -hmm. But we see ourselves both as entertainers... Yes. um, ...and as inspirational figures. Like, I think a lot of our audience look to us when they're facing troubled times, as many of us are these days, uh, and they want us to give them grist for their inspirational mill. 
They want to be driven to greater heights mm -hmm. through our eloquence mm -hmm. and diction. Yeah. And, and diction? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> diction meaning word choice oh. rather than diction meaning oh, I thought elocution. You meant like, yeah, yeah. Because my – for example, earlier when I said polished sugar push poundstone, I sort of slurred it. And I said polished sugar purse poundstone. And that would – that's not elevating. No. No. That's frankly demeaning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Push instead of purse. I think it, you should apologize to purses. Unless yeah. it's Dia de los Muertos, the Mexican Day of the Dead, in which case you might buy a purse made out of sugar. That's true. Yeah. That sounds appropriate. For your ofrenda. Um, so we have, so in, in our, you know, in our goal to be inspirational, every year mm -hmm. we pick a slogan mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we, we, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a, 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 kind of a moniker, kind of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Something you repeat to yourself. Over a mantra. A mantra. A kind of a mantra you can use throughout the year mm -hmm. uh, when times are tough. No, in no way a useless platitude. No! no. Very useful. Okay. We recommend people get these as full back tats. Yeah. People have not been doing it, honestly. But we but recommend think... that. That's our recommendation. I mean, yeah. every time, you know, you go on Facebook and people are like, oh, 2018, what a trash fire. Good riddance, 2018. I mean, I always get there in the comments and I'm like, well, did you get the back tat? Yeah. Right. And the answer is yeah. always no. Uh -huh. We also recommend, by the way, that they get a hand mirror. Because once you get the hand mirror, you can put it behind the back, face the bathroom mirror. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of – if you squiggle around a little bit, you can read the inspirational words that you've right. had tattooed on yeah. your back for that year. Yeah. You're kind of going to have to squirgle, you know, give it a little sugar push. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually you'll get there. So we came up with some great ideas on the show with our friends uh, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger of the Doughboys podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I mean mine was the best idea. But, you know, sometimes the best idea mm -hmm. doesn't win. Uh, so – I think we should go from from the lowest score to the best score. So, we put these up for a vote in our Facebook group, uh -huh. on our Facebook page, I should yeah. say. And uh, there was a there was a there was a response to this like you wouldn't believe. Jordan. <laughs> is there any triple digits? Um, is there any campaigning for you know? Is there any sort of election you know where people? Uh, maybe door to door. Well, there's kind certainly of stuff no electioneering saying, allowed within 50 feet of a polling place. Yeah. No, but I mean, that's the do, law. Do your oh, I don't want to introduce you <laughs> to a prison person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, of course, one is it, standing by. Yeah, if it's a back tat, then no one would know. <laughs> um, but uh, no, like if there's a one of the slogans, uh, the, the if it was say, for example, um, you know, uh, let me think, um, you know. Uh, you know, climb uh, every um, incline, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm borrowing that a little bit from Sound of Music. But right. if um, if that, you know, I'm a climb mm -hmm. and it was and say it was up against uh, um, uh, follow every creek. Uh, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> these are actually these are actually better than the ones I'm, we came up I'm, with. So I'm borrowing yeah. this a little bit also from Sound of Music. Yeah. But would so, you know? Let's say your have, slogan was your "Bow a deer." Yeah, exactly. Let's say you're 16 uh, going on 17. Yeah, just, I'm borrowing a little bit. But no, do people would in, among the listeners <laughs> might someone you know go door to door and try to you know gin up 
support for uh, you know follow every creek above um, uh, climb every. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, there was a lot of people. I mean, people got boots on the ground. They went out there and did. That's what you got to do. You got to start organizing. And by the way, you got to do it two years ahead of time at least. (laughs) You got to build the ground game. The minute the president is elected, you got to start working on the next. Campaign. You know, it's funny that you should bring up The Sound of Music because while that has not happened to this point, we have not had people campaigning for specific slogans for a while. Uh, Julie Andrews was campaigning against our show, mm-hmm. door to door. No. Just yeah, just going door to door, letting people know. Yeah, she's like, give me your phone, and she would go through the app and see if just, people were a, subscribed. It's just two, she'd say, it's just two white guys. Um, they don't really talk about anything. Uh-huh. Uh, there's so many inside jokes, but there's her. too many episodes to start from the beginning. Yeah. Um, she yeah. really nailed a Boy. lot of the reason. They're frankly, at best, a legacy act. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, They're the Chicago. Of, if you're going to listen to a show like this, speaking of Chicago, why not just listen, why to, not Jimmy just Pardo? listen to Jimmy Pardo? You know, when Julie Andrews, and I'm not the first person to say this, when Julie Andrews gets a bit between her teeth. Oh, yeah. Um, she, she, champ, just, champ, champ, yeah, champ, she, she, sure. yeah, and she, she runs with it. I tried to feed Julie Andrews a sugar cube once, <laughs> and the thing is, you got to lay the palm flat. You or yeah, no, she, she probably almost took your. She'll get your fingers. fingers. I'll tell you, you know that was not a joke about Julie Andrews' appearance. She's a no. lovely woman. Oh, she's I thought wonderful. We were just doing like a horse thing. Yeah, she it was died. not about her appearance. No, she didn't I don't die. Know. I think no. she's probably fine. She okay. is fine. Remember, um, didn't she? Like, wasn't she? Was a it big... two years ago? She, um, okay, Lady Gaga. Uh, it was the first time I knew Lady Gaga could sing. She sang um, uh, uh, the Sound of Music on. The Academy Awards. Oh, yeah. And Julie Andrews came out on stage to present, and she turned to, and she said, my dear Lady Gaga. And I, I, I just melted. It was the best line of the entire Academy Awards that year. And, and, I, and I realized that that's what I want. That would be, my, I, my life would feel complete if I could ever have Julie God, Andrews uh, to go, you know, my dear Paula Poundstone. Um, and Her, now it turns out, though, she doesn't like this show, and so the likelihood is yeah, probably that decreased. I won't. Yeah, you're probably making her mad by right. appearing on this yeah. show. I think she was a squid monster in Aquaman. Yes, that's true. No. Uh, Blake Edwards, her husband, mm-hmm. passed away. I will say this. I have a friend who is mm-hmm. a chef. Uh, and for a Enough long said. time, for a long time, she was <laughs> <laughs> yum yum. <laughs> Order up, <laughs> ding. <laughs> this is fun, right? Uh, for a long time, she was a personal chef, and for some time, she, she was, was a personal chef. What does that mean? Personal chef. She was Open a private up. chef. She was a private <laughs> chef. She would do the co- airplanes coming into right, the hangar. Yeah. So you got a personal chef is where she yeah, worked in she homes. She insists in that you sample. She worked in homes. Have, she worked in the homes of people who could afford mm-hmm. to have a chef on staff. Oh. Uh, and she worked for a well, time. Well, that's me now. In the family. Yeah, no, you got well, all your fucking goat, goat pro. Goat, goat pro, pro dot, yeah. Dot. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's its famous you can talk, Yay, she talks yeah. the talk. The thing sells itself. <laughs> um, she worked for a time for Blake Edwards and Julie Andrews. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Several years and their family, uh, their children and so forth. And wow. was like, basically she just said, um, you know how you wish Julie Andrews would be like that all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yes. And she's like, yeah, she is. Mm. She's oh, just I'll the bet, most yeah. lovely, gracious sure. human being yeah. you could ever. I don't see how she couldn't be. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. we had slogans. You know, and we put them a... up for a vote, Paula. Yeah. We put them up for a vote. <laughs> uh, 
coming in at... You know, nobody... Uh, uh, how do you solve a problem like Maria? <laughs> I don't know. Where do you, where do you begin? I honestly couldn't she's tell a, you. Begin. Darling, you don't she's really a, solve problems she's on this podcast. She's a demon. She's a lamb. Um, yeah. No, I just, once we started down that road, I just couldn't help interrupting with. It's a classic. Um, it's Paula, a classic. How do you solve a Paula, problem with you're, Maria? You're a ray of golden sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A drop of golden sun? God damn it. Mm-hmm. I have confidence in sunshine. Okay. I have confidence in red. Coming okay, in sorry. Coming in last. Coming in last. With 4.1% of the vote was eat more junk, store it in the trunk, <laughs> uh-huh. which I wow. don't remember even coming up. I don't. I think Brian was just throwing a couple on the tail here <laughs> just to make the voting more interesting. Brian's trying to punch but, that shit up. you know what? I don't hate it. Why doesn't Brian make our show better? Someone added it. So, okay. Someone added it? Apparently Is it like Wikipedia? Can, can someone just go on your Facebook page? And got 4% of the fucking vote. Oh, my gosh. We shouldn't yell out the password on the end of every show, honestly. <laughs> people are, who Should knows what people sort of are whisper posting? It so yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a mistake right there. Uh, coming in with 6.2% of the vote in fourth place was the idea contributed by professional writer, mm-hmm. Professional NPR host, father of three, local business leader, mm. necktie owner. It's quite a. All right, you only. Okay. These are accolades. Trying, yeah. Don't try and build yourself up. You only. The 70, only one you beat is the one the guy added so far, surreptitiously. There's, there's all, you've only uh, 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 accounted for 10% of the vote, by the mm. way. So there's got to be a big one coming up. Yeah. Fly, baby, fly. Sure. Which was my suggestion. Fly, oh, baby, fly. I like it because it's very positive. Very and it's punchy. Yeah. Yeah. And very coming in uh, ahead of that, Jill Stein, actually. Jill Stein. <laughs> <laughs> I was. That's just the name. I was running. Natural law party. Not sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, at six, 60, uh, at 15.7%, talk to a narwhal. Which I also don't remember. Me either. It's I think pretty... that is another one that someone just wrote in there. Could Brian be. says no. That was okay. That was Mitch. Mitch suggested that. Mitch. Who's that. Mitch? Uh, he was one of our guests. I'm, here with, more, I'm here with Jesse and Jordan, and I know nothing of Mitch. Mitch, <laughs> Mitch, Mitch is, is a cool guy. You and Mitch should hang Dude, out. What's, what's, what is his nickname? Mitch. Mitch. Whoa. Yeah, I, for, I think his name on the show was the Pizza Man. Yeah. He's so, really thinking outside of the box. I don't know how you feel box. about pizza, but... I the like thing pizza. about Mitch Pizza's is good. he's kind of like us, only his show has a premise, is successful, and is funny. Yeah. Ooh, Natural Whoa. Charm, too. Yeah. Yes. So natural. So what's his, what's the name of Mitch's show? Uh, Doughboys. The Doughboys. They review oh, the Doughboys. chain restaurants. Finally, really the Doughboys oh. get a plug on our oh, show. Yeah. They review chain restaurants? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be nice if just once they plugged our show? That would be nice. We'd double our audience. We'd get five new listeners. That'd be great. be nice. Talk to an I could actually hook you up with... I could give you Mitch's email if you want. Go yeah. on. It's probably Just so you know, I don't have a really, chain restaurant. He doesn't really reply yeah. to emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I don't have a chain restaurant. How would oh, yeah, talking sure. to Mitch help me in any way? Uh, that's that's true. You're right. Yeah. It's good that Jesse and I own Applebee's, so we actually had a reason <laughs> yeah. to yeah. be on the show. Anyway, uh, so number two coming number in. Number two is eating good in the neighborhood. <laughs> At 31.4%. Was this your suggestion, Jordan? I think this came up naturally. Yeah. Uh, rise like by, a ch- by which you mean we forced it. <laughs> yes, rise like a chud. Rise like a chud, a cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. The chuds. Uh, this one jumped out oh, to an early lead. Love those chuds. I, I I also love chuds. This one jumped out to an early lead, 
But then it was revealed in the comments thread that on some other podcast, hmm. that's what like uh, internet troll alt right guys are called on some other podcast. Oh no! Oh, oh so we oh, don't need. Oh, okay. We don't. We don't need. All right. Well, I'm glad. I'm Judd's in this booth. Oof. If we need to talk about a movie that our friend Gene's dad was in, mm-hmm. we'll stick to the stuff. Sure. Oh, I'm sad that we can't talk about Chuds anymore. I anyway, know. this is the worst thing the old rights ever done. <laughs> yeah. They anyway. ruined Chud talk. Yeah. The winner. Yeah, and I have that podcast, Chud Chat. <laughs> and that's going to wreck it's gotta that. It's got to go. Yeah. yeah it's it's going to go away. All of my Chud investments are gone now. They're gone. I misunderstood. Chud, Chud Chat is co hosted. Uh, it's hosted by you, of course, Paul. A co host is Martha Stewart's pony, Ban Chunch. Ban Chunch? Yeah. Not familiar. What? Not familiar. Martha Stewart's pony. Yeah. Ban um, Chunch? Remember Chud? Chud what does that mean? Chud Everett from Medical Center. <laughs> that was a good show. We got to get Lisa Honowalt back on here to talk more about Ban Chunch. Yeah. Lisa Honowalt's anyway. the world's top Ban Chunch expert. Who is Lisa Honowalt? <laughs> She's an acquaintance. I feel like I am really cartoonist. walking yeah. in the footsteps of giants. She's an acclaimed cartoonist and executive producer of the hit show BoJack Horseman, who created the visual language of the program mm-hmm. and the co-host of the smash hit Max Fun podcast, Baby Geniuses. Wow. I'm not, Alongside I'm, I'm, Emily Heller, who just sold a TV show. Congratulations. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Boy, these guys are really taking off. 42.3% of the vote. The world champion, your 2019 Jordan Jesse Go slogan, as suggested by the naturally <laughs> charming sure. Mike Mitchell, not one of us, the hosts of this show who work Sort of hard on it every week is hit the street. Hit the streets. Hit baby. the streets. Uh, hit the streets. How do you feel about hit the streets? I like Paula. hit the streets. Yeah. It's got a. It's got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Right. Feeling to it. Yes. It's it. It is. I feel it is inspirational. Yeah. Uh. And and it's got an up feeling. Yeah. This um, is a. This is. I'm. Entirely supportive of Hit the Streets. I think it's, it's great. great. Yeah. Well, 2018 Mitch. was roll over and die. <laughs> and that In hindsight. Just, yeah. I think that just, you know, right. Yeah. And yeah. I've already got the tat on my back. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it was oppressive. It was oppressive. Every time I had my hand mirror and I, what did I do? I scooched. You, well, you Squunched. got to do a little... A little sugar push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did a little sugar push after my shower Give it to a shake be and a able shimmy. to see the yeah roll over and die was just not up, uplifting. You got to get that. Would you just get that hand mirror back there? Yeah, give it the old shake yeah. and bake. I don't think you put it. You wouldn't put the hand mirror behind you. By the way, you would put it in front of you. You would put it in your right. No, the the I think you're you're looking in the bathroom mirror. You seem like a really smart guy, but apparently you're using your hand mirror incorrectly. No, there's something about. Mirrors that you just get don't understand. The, you get the bathroom mirror in front of you, Paula. No, you turn around. The vanity mirror. No, if you turn around, you'll just keep turning around in a circle because your the uh, your whole body's turning around. It'll stay behind you. No, you turn around and it's then like use a hand put, mirror in front of you. It's like when I put my five year old on my back and then I like go, and then I go like, hey, wait a minute, where did Oscar go? And then I turn around in circles because I can't see him. Yeah, that's what would happen if you no, just tried it's to not turn the same around. Thing. How do you see his back? How do you see his back tat? Yeah. So, yeah. Paula, you're telling me. Let me get. Let me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean to patronize to you, Paula, because yeah. you're extraordinarily rich. 
yeah. in addition to well, being a comedy As a legend. result of today's And the show. host of the, Smat pod, the Smash Hit podcast, nobody listens to Paula Pastor. Yeah. Yeah. Your plan is to take a hand mirror. Yeah. Throw it. Behind no, your body. You know, no, you, not was you. You said go behind. Over no, it. you stand no. in front. You you put your back to your bathroom mirror. You have the hand mirror in front of you, guys, and you see your back. I'm sick of you guys using hand mirrors for this puritanical mumbo jumbo. <laughs> when in reality, what they're for is exploring your body. Thank you, Jordan. Parts of your body that aren't your back. Yep. But the parts that society is telling us aren't you know, beautiful. No, don't. Ew, dirty. No. The chode. I don't need a hand mirror. The chode. The I chud. I don't use a hand mirror for that. I use a catalog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I, or that you nasty know, Sears catalog. There's no part of my body that I can't see that I would like to. Hmm. Yeah. Brian, I, are we gonna... I feel that most of my body is like my garage. <laughs> Covered in Christmas lights. <laughs> no, I, 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 I shut the door. I know there's stuff in there, but I don't need to see it. Sure. That's my feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's good to know that you have stuff. Yeah. I got plenty of stuff in there. Yeah. For an emergency. You don't have not... a ping pong table. That's one thing you no, don't have. No, not in my garage. Not in my garage. It's out in the yard. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, are you going to have this uh, Hit the Streets t-shirt ready? This is going to be, this is going to be at PutThisOnShop.com. So Brian is, Brian is when working on this t-shirt. He Max Fun it. Store, put this on show. Thank you, okay. MaxFunStore.com. Thank like you. A lot of the really heavy lifting on this show falls to Brian for some reason. Yeah, it's like he's some kind of producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, almost. Look, we give this guy four figures every month. Whoa. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Count him, Paula. Yeah. yeah. Count him. Yeah. This, this no guy's wonder. paid in the shade. Yeah. He doesn't need to write screenplays. You know who makes the most money on Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone? Is the guy I pay for security. <laughs> Your muscle? Yeah, yeah. That guy does a bad job, too. Yeah. He's did, a very did he nice not, man. What, did he not walk you out? Did he, he not keep you safe? He he was very confused when I walked up. I It took probably 90 seconds. Paula records her show, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, in uh, deep in the valley. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a recording studio. In the inner studio. valley. Yeah, in a recording studio on a, on a questionable side street. Um, yeah, that, I think we talked it over. It was, yeah. It's a it's a discarded mattress part yeah. of town. Yeah. Yes, that is a perfect distillation. Yeah, it is. Uh, and the front window does not look in on a recording studio. It looks in on a room that appears to have been ransacked. <laughs> like there's a picture window to the street that you look through, and it's just no. We have books no on the floor. There's a but that's what I'm saying is when you. And when you arrive at the street address, Paula, yeah. uh-huh. there, there's a building. Yeah. There's multiple units. Yeah. The unit that has a window facing the street. Oh. You look inside thinking, is this the Paula Poundstone studio? Yeah. And it looks like a burglar has just been through, followed by a family of raccoons. Yeah. Well, that may well be. And meanwhile, I'm looking through this window thinking, well, how did these raccoons get in there? And where's Paula Poundstone? <laughs> and then- And you know what I'm thinking I've when I hear this story? That, I'm thinking- Raccoon cam. Why didn't I think oh, raccoon cam? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I could be making so much money. But you do Doing wash your food before you eat it, though. Yeah. Right? No, do they? Yeah. yeah. Raccoons. All right, wait, I, I interrupted. It. Okay, so you got there so I'm, to the questionable looking, area. I've been looking through this raccoon window. Yeah. With nary a raccoon, this wasn't even entertaining. Yeah. 
15 seconds and this young man comes up to me and says, uh, are you Jesse Thorne? So you feel the fact that you've been I looking think, through the I window for 15. Paula, he, I, but he's not in charge of that window. But he's in charge of ushering me in. He was right. a very nice young man. You I'm think he saying, was supposed to identify you as, you know, he's not only, a psychic, Jesse. If only I had He's not some, like the person who worked with Maya Angelou. If, <laughs> um, so if you, only I had some distinguishing feature that would help people recognize me while standing on a shady street in the valley. He had no idea what you looked like. I didn't know what you looked like until you walked in, until you walked, until you strode into that studio, you know, totally protected by my security man. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a machine gun, which I was he impressed by. He did have gun. a machine he gun. He does not have he a machine He has a hand gun. mirror. He has a Max. single hand mirror <laughs> that he uses to explore his body, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to our podcast ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Jesse Thorne. Uh, uh, MaxFunStore.com, the, um, the, the image, the T-shirt that Brian designed for uh, Take It to the Streets is, has like a, a cool 80s noir vibe. Yeah. Like oh, a boy. Michael Mann movie. Maybe uh, Thief? Sure. What's a Michael Mann movie? I don't know that. A thief? He made no, the movie Thief. He made Last of the Mohicans. Heat? No. Heat. Didn't see any the of movie those. Heat. Heat. Ali. Did you see the movie Ali? I didn't. I, did saw, you I saw the see, poster. Does that count? Did you see the movie Miami Vice based on the television no, show no, Miami Vice? I didn't Vice. see that. Did you see the television show Miami Vice? No, never did. You know, I didn't watch TV for, I didn't watch primetime TV for a long time. You know what? I didn't watch, I really have not watched primetime TV since Radar Left MASH. Wow. Mm. Okay, well, Michael's not your man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because that's important to him, those things. Yeah, well, those, the, he's... we listed on the bulk of his filmography. <laughs> yeah. and I, I, Collateral? I, Did you see the movie Collateral? I didn't see Collateral. I recommend Collateral. Thief. That's one of my favorites. Was Julie Andrews in it? Because I've seen no, a lot of her films. She's good in everything. She no, is she good is in good in everything, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we've covered all that territory. <laughs> sure. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. Listen, we already know that you love genre movies, film craft, and female filmmakers. So, if you love all those things, then by transitive property, you love my podcast, Switchblade Sisters. Hi, I'm film critic April Wolf. Every week, I have a conversation with a different female filmmaker about their favorite genre film. Each episode covers the filmmaking process, working in the film industry, and just like general geeking out about awesome movies. I've had such great guests like the big sick writer Emily Gordon. To me, indie movies as of late have come to be a catch-all term for a movie that kind of defies genre. Billy Madison and Half-Baked director Tamara Davis. When a comedian comes and enters onto my set, they're they're just there to be funny and we're all ready and waiting for them to be funny. Horror industry veteran and actor Barbara Crampton. That's where real drama lies for me. What's What's between you and I speaking right now? Where, where are we meeting? And what's the energy that we create between us? And so many others. So check out Switchblade Sisters every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Paula, sugar push pounce down. Paula, emph- 
emphatically bringing the nickname this time, yeah. punctuating it with a drop of an empty Diet Cola can it into was. her <laughs> insulated shoulder th- uh, canister. What's that called? I don't, a cooler. I, I bring like my Paul own is bringing cooler yeah, thing. You're ready like for Paul a Paul is going out. to a college football game. Mm-hmm. I just worry that I'm going to run out of beverages. Um, I wanted, <laughs> it's a concern. You know, we were talking about yeah, uh, you know old t- television shows, and I just want to say that I have all the old Perry Masons, you know, on both uh, DVD and video. You and, said uh, that as though, you know. Yeah, uh, of course. No. Paula, who wouldn't know that? I'm sure. Paula Poundstone, the Perry I'm, Mason gal. I'm mm-hmm. Paula Sugar Push Poundstone. <laughs> and I've watched a lot of Perry Mason. Okay. And the one, the disc that I have on my disc player right now has this episode, and I don't remember the name of it or what's here, what's, what uh, year it's from. But, um, uh, I, and, okay. Perry and Della. Right, Perry Mason and Della Reese. And Della Reese, who is his private uh, personal secretary, uh, um, and uh, they go to uh, they they go to a, a rich person's house, and they and there's they they go on to the they think that there might be a woman, as they keep saying, they think there might be a woman. Uh, who is dazed and confused on this property mm-hmm. <laughs> because their client was in a car wreck with a woman and she f- like fell out of the car and he went to his car to get a flashlight. When he came back, it appeared to be a different woman. So now they've decided that the original woman who fell out of the car must be wandering around the grounds dazed sure. and confused. So they go to this rich guy's house to to to, to his property to look and and the uh, alarms go off and they set the dogs after them and they have to run out. But my favorite thing is they keep using that phrase without explaining it as well as I just have to you as to why they think <laughs> there's a woman. They just keep going. So at one point they call, they have the phone at the gate you know, after it closes, and they call and they go, um, they say, uh, we think there might be a woman confused and dazed on your grounds. You have to call off your dog so we can look for her. And then the person says, no, I'm not going to do that. And they go, well, it's it's on you then because if that, if that yeah. confused and dazed woman gets hurt, it's your fault. And then even in the court, um, uh, Perry calls Della as a witness and he says, you know, explain what we did the other night. She said, we went to the grounds of this rich guy's house looking for a woman who was confused and dazed. <laughs> I just love, no, it was dazed and confused. And they just kept, so some writer wrote that phrase over and over again and, and thought, yeah, that's a good idea. And this was before old Rick Linklater yeah. made, it, made it the, I wonder, is that, a, is, that a legal, the is that a legal term that they were using? Using and that's what that the the Richard Linkletter movie is is pulling from. I don't know. Oh, is there a Richard Linkletter movie called Days and Confused? It's yes. a, made a young Matthew McConaughey famous. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was uh, um, Dallas Buyers Club is what I no, knew him from. It's sure. a wonderful. It's a wonderful film. I thought you started saying and, "It's a Wonderful Life," and I was going to say that was Jimmy Stewart, not sure. Matthew McConaughey. I think that was why did he keep playing all right, those bongos? All right, all right. That was oh, my man, Bill that, Clinton, Jimmy Stewart impression. Thank you. Was really, he was doing Matthew McConaughey's that catchphrase. Was really good. Thank Can you? I just say, not only is Dazed and Confused a wonderful mm-hmm. film, so is its spiritual sequel. Everybody wants some exclamation mark. 
underappreciated Richard Linklater film, Jordan. I've never heard of any of these. Mm. It's like I'm from a different era than you guys or something. <laughs> well, I've never heard of Perry Mason. I have heard of Perry Mason. Of course you've heard of Perry Mason. It was a, it was the beginning of a genre. We previously were peers until you pulled a power move on LegalZoom.com. Yeah, now we're, we're at each other's throats. Did you notice when I dropped my can, it rolled down the floor <laughs> yeah. from the upended corner yeah, of the room yeah. that I'm in? Because... Because physics has no meaning in this crazy space. Anyway. Guys, I have to go home to my family, so let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, of course you got to go home to your family. Your kid's right now writing some <laughs> sort of a Lighting each other manifesto yeah, um, that uh, your wife is translating. I mean, your wife didn't give notes during the translation? She didn't say, honey, maybe... maybe she's it, like it, a court reporter. She's yeah. sworn a vow. Yeah, she just... This um, is just factual. Like, hey, maybe the farmer can take the jail person. Maybe the jail person can just teach the... Nope. Yeah, yeah, fire. No, she Death just by goes, fire. She just, whatever the kid wants, she does. I really think a, a good ping pong table could have been the solution to a it lot of these been, family yeah. ills. So what about a less tortuous death, she might say? Oh, a nice smothering, a maybe. A nice quiet sm- smothering. Drowning is supposed to be euphoric. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that. Uh, Sounds fun. Please, please don't sue me when someone drowns. Everyone who listens to this show... Uh, Jordan Jesse Go is the name of the program. The hashtag on Twitter, hashtag JJ Go. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can find us on Facebook, where you just search for Jordan Jesse Go, or you can join the MaxFun Facebook group there. You can find us on Twitter, where, Paula, you're at Paula Poundstone, right? There's no there's no tricks there. No tricks at all at yeah. Paula Poundstone. I follow yeah. the great Paula Poundstone on Twitter. You know what I think it is? A barrel of laughs. Probably a lot Jordan. of good stuff on there. I'm very a lot flattered. Of, a lot of nice material Probably going down in there. I just going down that started drain. using Instagram. Oh wow! Uh, because I'm, you know, I'm trying to, you know, relate to the younger people. Yeah, I mean, sure. I think the, they're going to love all the Perry Mason observations. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I should put a little clip there. I should just oh, put Della saying, well, "There's a woman dazed confused. and confused. <laughs> there's a dazed and confused woman on your property." <laughs> that could be a meme. Such That's a, new a meme. funny thing to say repeatedly. Bay got me dazed and confused. Confused, like yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's just a picture, a picture of Perry Mason or SpongeBob. Yeah, Perry Mason have a signature suit in court, a white suit, maybe. No, no, he never wore. You think of Matlock? Matlock. You know um, the hairstylist on Perry Mason, and yes, I do know, mm-hmm. uh, is um, uh, so I Annabelle. Was, I was asking Annabelle. you this question. <laughs> Annabelle is Annabelle the name, is and the I had a cat named Annabelle. By was the way, she the hairstylist on Perry did Mason at Raymond Bird's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a brush with uh, greatness. Yeah. You just put a little bit of... Did you hear when Paul was going to talk about a brush with greatness? Oh, I sure did. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Talk about a brush with greatness. Just rub a little, rub a little pate in their hair. Yeah, yeah. No, my cat used to do my son's hair. She used to, you know, make it. He'd be sleeping when he was a baby, and she'd make all of his hair go in the same direction. Really? Uh, Yeah. And then one night, I noticed that that my cat Annabelle used to do, and that, and people would say to me, "His hair looks so nice. How do you get it like that?" And I said, "Cat's bed." 
And uh, <laughs> and then one night I saw the Annabelle. What if? I mean, that can't be a coincidence. That's just no. science doesn't allow yeah. for such coincidence. Almost certainly this. Almost certainly the case. Our producer Brian Sunny D Fernandez. You can find. Oh my God! I love the Sunny D ads. Yeah. Those are good. Where did those go, huh? Yeah. Maybe Do they're still remember? on. I don't your know. Your mom. Your mom got Sunny D. Uh, don't you uh, remember those? Uh, yeah. Uh, and all those, those, kids, those kids didn't want purple stuff. They didn't want cola, a bottle labeled cola. You, you know, know they, that thing you see? They and then say it, and then we're it, the trophy generation. We're really the fuck purple stuff yeah, generation. Yeah, fuck purple stuff. No, yeah, find us at the Honeycomb that, Hideout chugging our Sunny D. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that mother could have done. Like, you know, usually as a mom, you know, your kids are kind of embarrassed of you. You know, when your kids get a little bit yeah. older, that'll be their feeling. A little bit embarrassed to your parents. But, you know, you bring that Sunny D home and all your mom got Sunny D. And all of a sudden, you, you are She's that hip shit. mom. Hot on the shit. block, you know your, your mom. That's all you got to do. Your, your mom got Sonny D. Oh Wait, my did these god, that was a great commercial. Jimmy JJ Walker. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how they said it. There, okay. your mom got Sonny D. I'm telling you, that's a that's a quote. I remember them peering into the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, like the yeah. like and sliding aside as yeah. though. All refrigerators have a series of beverages in a column going from the front to the back of the res- – so you have to well, mine kinda separate them. Yeah, you got to yeah. And, you know, they edited warm. out a lot of what the kids have been saying earlier. That means that you're you, you a whore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just total disrespect wow. for the yeah. mother. Like, you, you There's know, a longer you're, version you're, of that commercial, yeah, you're, you're too, mom, that's you're, really you're, mean. Your mom forgot to pick us up because she's out whoring around. And, 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 and then they come in and they see uh, – your mom got Sunny D. And they – Run it on uncut after the Nelly tip drill video. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Right. It's it's on uh, USA is up all night. (laughs) Starring Rhonda Shear. You'd see the unedited Sunny D commercial. Paula is the host of the smash hit podcast. Nobody listens to Paula Poundstone with the great Adam Felber. The delightful Adam Felber on which uh, experts come. (laughs) Experts and guests come onto the program in then you basically tell them what you have learned from them. Yeah. Is that a good summary? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 Well, I like to say I reinforce. Yeah. I got to go on the show. I had a great time. Sounds like uh, fun. Beautiful part of the mm-hmm. valley. Yeah. The uh, inner valley. Yeah. The, the, inner, the valley. inner valley. The inner valley. The heart. The beating heart of the valley. There's yeah. a confused trombonist there, as I recall. A beautiful dog. A wonderful, oh, a, a very dog. sweet dog. Yeah, I bring my dog. This is the kind of show you should be listening to, folks. It's got a trombonist, a yeah. dog. We don't always have a trombonist. You know, we have a different house band each A each teen episode. who can't be bothered to Google image search me. Hmm. He was a very well, he nice He wasn't young supposed man. to Google image search. He's, He's supposed nice to be security. Man. He's not supposed to. He, and, and we, we never told him, like, look up who's coming and, you know. He should have. Though. Oh, I see. I mean, he doesn't have to look up the trombone guy, but I'm a VIP, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Very I important that, person. I love, it. I love it. You waited. You were you were looking in the window for 15 seconds, yeah. and you felt like that was too long to. Uh, well, with all the murmurings oh and God. immolations going on it's in the It's a little the, empirical, the if you ask me. I waited for 15 seconds. <laughs> Paula, thank you for coming on, Jordan Ooh. Jesse Go. We will talk to you all next time. Thank you. I want you to know that Brian came and got me out front right away. And what I said to him, I said, back off. I'd like 15 seconds to myself. (laughs) I need to peer into this window. Yeah. He was like right on top of me. Like, oh, my God. But I didn't realize he was making the four figures. That explains that. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. 
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.